You are not humble. I am humble. No, you're not. I'm very humble. Baby. That is not how no one would describe you. I'm the definition of humble. Baby, you can't play with the mouse. I was <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I got ADHD. Listen, if you, I'm going to like start the show because this is crazy. Oh, you are recording this? I am recording this. I, I, I've been recording because this oh, is no. like, yeah. I did not realize. You didn't oh, realize great. that big red button staring at us the whole time? I didn't know what that was. This yeah. is that 27 minutes logged in. Holy shit. What have I said in these 27 minutes? A lot. And oh. if you're just tuning in, oh. I'm your host, Logan. <laughs> and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I am here with some very fine people. Here with my best friend, Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch. He's eating. All right. And I am here with my girl, Sarah. Say hi to the people, Sarah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Last time, it was just friend. No, it wasn't. Now, it's girl. Maybe next time, it'll be girl friend. That's what my girl means. Oh. We'll see. Oh, my God. Are, are you going to say hi to the people? <laughs> I'm just messing with Logan. Anyways, this is our Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> no, you're not here because it's a Valentine's Day episode. But happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. What, you don't really, hmm. I should get one back. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, Mitch. Hey, I got you flowers. Happy Valentine's Day, flowers. It's not Valentine's Day yet. Happy Valentine's Day, sir. Happy Valentine's Day, Mitch. Oh. We should get some flowers for Mitch. <gasps> we should get flowers for Mitch. He has it. A very eventful night planned with himself. <laughs> hey, don't do no. that. Don't talk. Hey <laughs> <laughs> yo is like my favorite thing. It's like hey yo, like <laughs> it is the perfect. It describes the moment of whatever like fuckery is going on perfectly every time. It's like somebody says some weird horny shit. Hey yo, <laughs> I, don't, I don't prefer this. You'll prefer AO? No. Why not? No. <laughs> I feel like it ages you. AO? Yeah. Oh, like, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like you're on the cusp of 40. So you say AO. Like, yeah, and you're trying to be young, but trying really to be hip. aging yourself. <laughs> what? Oh, I have never heard that. That's so funny. Um, not that there's anything wrong with aging. Yes, <laughs> I just fear it. You just fear being old. You're so young. I I, I think fear... it's just the whole change thing. Mm. I feel you. you know, like fearing change because that's the thing. I think for most people, I don't fear change, but it took me a long way to I, be like that. I on one part of me likes change the other part of me is terrified well well you know the funny thing is is when you think about it like you realize well you it's kind of like you don't realize how inevitable change is and then you realize how inevitable change is and it's like oh wait i kind of knew that the whole time because like you know we're it. always changing you know what i'm saying like, but the difference comes in whether or not you're gonna fight it or if you're gonna go with it 
See, that's the thing. I think it's just weird to think about, you know, like, okay, for example, Betty White. We all know who she is. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when I think of Betty White, I think of her in her 80s. And it's so weird to me to think that other people in the future will not know me the way I look now, but will only, you know, have my identity in their minds as an 80-year-old woman. That's why I said that, like, if I die, I want the picture of me now as my funeral picture, not me old, decrepit with one of my eyeballs hanging out. Like, I want, (laughs) yeah. Take a picture of 29-year-old Logan when he's like, you know, he's fine. I'm like, damn, grandpa would look like that? He's like, yes, put me in the ground now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know. I guess it's because, well, I don't know about how y'all feel, but I think I'm aging okay. I want to say well, but it's just like I know how I've been living life and it hasn't been healthy enough to say like I'm aging like so awesomely but i know i'm aging pretty okay i think so like i want to see what i look like huh so i think you're definitely aging well thanks yo i think like i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to keep it like that if you told me you were like 26 if you told me you were 22 i would be like i didn't see mitch being 25 (laughs) no he could be any range of the 20s awesome i don't know about that no you could okay i I mean if you if i talk to you there's a certain amount of maturity that you have that obviously like a 20 year old is. Yeah. boy yeah. doesn't well, have. <laughs> We're talking like Mitch, just like, I guess, physical. Like he doesn't like present like a 20 year old. Like he very much presents like yeah. an older dude. But just talking about face. Sure. Yeah. This is right. so weird. And Mitch loves right. it that we get to make him like the subject. Because usually Which, I'm the subject for no I reason. I wouldn't say love. Like, I wouldn't say and, love. But and like, he loves it because chilling. like, it's all positive shit. Like usually when I'm the subject, y'all just like fucking yeah, stomping. Yeah, I, I mean on I'm me. not gonna say like, shitty stuff about me. Somebody's so sensitive. We also say good I'll things. I'll say bad stuff about you though. Sometimes I hate when people are like that. They're like, "You're so sensitive," but they're like literally stomping on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're literally, they're literally fucking you up right now, and they're like, "He's so we sensitive." I don't understand. <laughs> love a good gaslight. Yeah. And then and then the fuck yeah, it is gaslighting because the fucked up part is you be sitting there thinking later, like, am I sensitive? Like maybe maybe I should just chill. (laughs) I remember experiencing that as like a a little girl. Like if I would cry and people would like be like, Oh, you're such a girl. And I'm like, You just punch me in the stomach because I made you drop your Easter eggs. Like, I think I should. <laughs> oh, no, shit. Whoa, damn. That's who tried, who's rocking you like that? Third grader. I was in first grade. Oh. And I was trying to defend the up. fort. And he was trying to get into the fort and get all of my eggs that were mine because right. I was there first. Right. So I shook the rope ladder and he happened to drop his basket and all of the other little children ran for his eggs. And then he came up there and punched me in the stomach. <laughs> and then he called me a girl for crying. Yo, what? Did, was he disciplined? Obviously not, Mitch. He just punched a whole baby no, in No, no, I mean, I mean afterwards. I mean <laughs> afterwards. You know, a third grader punching older, a baby in the stomach. <laughs> it was actually very sweet. Like, Daniel found me. My brother, Daniel. I have a twin brother. Um, he found me. 
and I don't know if he told my parents. I think he told the kid's older brother, and then the older brother like came and made sure I was okay and apologized to my parents and to me. I don't know what happened to the kid. I just once he been punched in the stomach, you remember that? Like I thought I oh, would yeah. never breathe again. <laughs> Yo, and I mean, he was a third yeah. grader, but I was a first grader. And just for example, I didn't. I was thirty-seven pounds in third grade, so mm. I was a very small human. And I just, it just knocked all of the. What air was his name? Me. No idea. Mm. I never met him before. It was just an Easter egg hunt at the local yeah. church. Like, and he <laughs> tried to pull up down. on her eggs, and she defended them. Which, and is like, like, I which I feel down. is a normal thing to do. Like, Easter egg hunt are in a competitive spirit. If you're not ready to protect your eggs, then you can't blame me for trying to protect mine. Facts. I hate that you said facts just that. <laughs> Little children but punching each also, other. Yeah, facts. <laughs> to compound the hurt, I then had to recover from this battle wound, and I did not win the egg hunting contest oh fuck. damn they didn't yeah. they couldn't even give it to you after you got punched no there's so many kids there i feel like a, everybody a lot of got, other punched. People got punched yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. what an easter egg hunt that <laughs> teaches you about life i'll tell you that <laughs> no it really did i i feel like that was the first time i was like wow i really could do nothing to protect myself Damn, bro. <laughs> bro and that's the thing because it's like who was there how did no one like keep him from doing that did, well, was, was there no supervision that's what i'm saying this is the craziest thing i've the ever fuck? heard like a, a 50 kid battle royale for easter right? bro, <laughs> like, yeah I right came up with this. i mean we were out in the um forest like Redneck this is like the oh, Hunger Games. Yeah, oh, you're describing the Hunger Games. <laughs> you was out in terrain. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty ruthless out there. I wasn't ready. I was feisty, but <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> but yeah, I I got too cocky. I was like, I can I can do this. This is my fort now. Well, it wasn't it your wasn't, fight. It wasn't my fight. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't your fight. <laughs> <laughs> but I really feel like that's the first time I was like, wow, girls are treated different. <laughs> Bro, that's so fucked up, man. So, but he's, that's like against the rules technically. Cause like you did, uh, you sees it. Well, because, like, she's defending her fort, so she's in the right, you know what I'm saying? It's just that, like... Uh, he's like, he's like Vladimir Putin. He's like Vladimir Putin. This is my fort now. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess so he didn't discriminate because he punched me like he would punch anyone else. Which is technically <laughs> true. he told me I was a girl for crying. And the also true. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so, like, Sarah literally wasn't <laughs> sexist until he was. Yeah, he was like, like oh, I'm not going to be sexist until I showed emotion. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, fuck you. Oh, this is a core memory for me, I think. This is crazy. Obviously, yeah. I remember it in vivid detail. Right. Um, listen, 
that's not what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> not at all. But I, I appreciate, we I appreciate that, that little memory and that little ditty you had <laughs> for us all. Um, well, who were you guys talking about when you were talking about ASMR anyways? Well, I, that for, was... I asked for Mitch's hot take. I said, ASMR, what's take? your hot take? What do you think about ASMR? I can't say it anymore. ASMR. ASMR. And so, so when I go into my TikTok, oh, like I'll see some like videos sometimes before I get into like my stream or whatever. And so one of them was this woman who had set up like these microphones and she had put like these, these like, it looked like 3D printed like ear modes on the microphone and then was, and then was licking them. And it was like ear licking ASMR. And at first, like as soon as I like, cause I'm I'm just I'm just signing into my it's my Twitch. Like I'm just signing in my Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, let me see what I'm doing, how things looking. Let me look at some videos because I haven't seen like footage and stuff like that. And and then like I look at this, so I'm like I'm like yo, what the fuck? I'm like, are people into that? And then I like start listening, and I was like. I was like, oh shit, I kind of see it now a little bit, <laughs> bro, a little bit. And what so like you, yeah. Mitch, you have to do this in ASMR voice. <laughs> what? I don't know what that is. For for I don't I don't just, actually know enough about ASMR to just do whisper uh, into the Yeah, you have to microphone. whisper. So yeah. <laughs> this, this girl, she was uh <laughs> She was licking this microphone with the ear mold. This is because and like and like at first I was like, I was like, oh, that's nasty. What are y'all doing? And then, and then I started listening. And then I started listening. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I think I kind of enjoy this. What the fuck? And so, I guess I would have kept listening, but I was like. In truth, I felt kind of weird about it because I was like, <laughs> yo, how could you be in? And then I was like, oh, I was like, actually, that's kind of enjoyable. But, you know, I let that go because I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to be like into like ear licking ASMR. I don't got time to be spending money on like shit like that. <laughs> you don't have time for a new kink? Nah, just not really. Old ones? For that's now, yeah, I can't, I can't really be afford new kinks, man, yeah. That sounded, that sounded like if Rick from Rick and Morty did ASMR. Like, like a word. That's yeah, fucking awesome. Like, I don't even. I don't even. It's creepy. As creepy as it sounded, there's somebody out there that's just like, let him do it again. Like it's just like. <laughs> See, my relationship with ASMR is much closer to PG. I just like the little. Um, Turtles who bite vegetables. You're looking's PG. No, it's not. No, it <laughs> You're looking's PG. No, it's not. It's Wait, she sells feet pics too? Like, come on. I don't know. I, I didn't go what that deep, man. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I got time to get lost in what the fuck yeah, am I doing? Uh, pick her profile page. Figure oh, out no. what's going on there. <laughs> I might have, but I don't remember anything. So that's gone. Mm. But I wasn't really, like I told you, I wasn't really like trying to pick up a new habit or anything. I was like, oh, it's just, it was funny to me. Cause I was like, I was like, oh, what? It was like, I'm good. And then I started listening and I was like, I was like, damn, that does kind of, all right. Well, anyway, 
to <laughs> back to my so like that does remind me of something. What does that remind me of? <laughs> no, it, it sounds like it sounds. The thing is, is like as I was listening to it, I was like, oh damn, because because mind you, like she was super fucking hot, like. But so I was like, oh damn. Caveat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this had nothing to do with a kink at all. It's I never said that. Like, <laughs> um, are you guys done have you had your fill about the i think it's pretty exhausted i really like we got we got Mitch's Mitch bit doing that because <laughs> i wasn't about to do it so no of course not um hey i actually had something i wanted to talk about but i didn't tell you guys i want to talk about but i want to talk about it now is that okay yes it is um listen whoa i know i keep updating people about the spotify thing because i think i I just can't like walk away from it because there's a whole like saga and a thing oh still oh okay it is like because spotify like uh they set up this bullshit fund for like uh, creators like black creators and stuff where like they gave like they're going to distribute a hundred million dollars to like a bunch of different creators so you should sign up. I, I might I don't know but it's stupid I think this is why I don't like it I don't like is it is there just, money involved yes but like they gave Joe Rogan one person 100 million and then they're like alright oh. yeah they're like all you just like share this 100 million and shut up like you know it's like it's like hush money and it's gross and then like anyways that's not what i wanted to talk about i was just giving a rundown of what happened while we were gone mm-hmm. but like the one thing i kept hearing all the time and it's really not even about spotify that much the one thing i kept hearing uh over the week and over the weekend was about how many times like you know we did it on the show like how many times like joe rogan said the n-word right and then I, the take I keep hearing is like, well, I don't know if he's a racist, but like the take the take basically boils down to, I don't know if he's a racist, but he sure did say the N-word a lot. And I'm just like, how many times do you say the N-word before you become a racist? Like, what's the, what's the cap? Hmm. Like, how many times should a white person say the N-word before... Uh, they become a racist, Sarah. Uh, what? <laughs> damn, why would you yeah. like, yeah, I think, I, at first I was about to let that slide, and then I was like, yo, damn, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, preferably zero. That's the right answer, yes, yeah. I feel, I feel like that guy that interviews the kids on TikTok, he's uh, like, good job. <laughs> oh, no. and he's like, who was the first president and they're like peter butter jones <laughs> and he's like yeah that that could be it <laughs> <laughs> let me say like the weirdest shit <laughs> i love it <laughs> but yeah like they're like oh i don't know i maybe it's a, a legal thing i'm thinking it's a legal thing that mm-hmm. like you don't want to defame how you where are you doing <laughs> No, to- I'm good. I'm here. I'm just- no, I'm saying maybe it's a legal thing that they don't want to say that Joe Rogan's a racist because is that like defamation of character or some shit? Why do they have to say who's depending on the use, maybe? But otherwise, I don't know enough legally because really I feel know. like in court, 
you can make a pretty good case that when you call Joe Rogan a racist and then he said the N-word like 27 times, <laughs> like, <laughs> that you'd probably be in the clear there, you know? That's what I think. Because, uh, like, what are they really going to say? Your honor. My client says the N-word a lot, but does that make him a racist? It's like... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's like yes. Like as like as the prosecution, I'd be like, objection, Your Honor. Yes. <laughs> like I wouldn't even have like a legal objection. I would just say objection, yes, just so it could be on the record that I said yes. <laughs> you know? They would probably strike that from the record. Yes, but the jury would hear it. Hmm. That's fair. But in terms well, I don't really know how it will go down legally. But it's like, so you're hearing him say the N-word, but we're not hearing him call anybody the N-word. We're just, it's just a whole bunch of footage of him saying it, right? How can you say it without calling someone it? Well, if you just say the word, the term. I know, but it's still something meant to characterize a person. So you're still saying it to a group of people even if you're not saying it to a specific person so from what so from what the footage that i've seen and if there's more others are showing me something else then like cool let me see those but from what i've seen it it always looked like when he's saying it like i don't know it's kind of hard to describe like he's he's using it as if he's describing the term like the he'll word? just bring up the word like someone as like someone else had been using the word or he brings it up like in like, you know, the term. How do you feel about saying the term nigger or something like that? I think was one of the things I, okay, I said. He says the word. I saw. Yeah. yeah. And he says the word. I think. I don't know. So it's I like. Think he's the kind of person who doesn't want to be told he can't do something. So he only says it because. I don't know. Actually, I don't really know. But isn't that, okay, listen, even taking that point, isn't that still kind of racist? No, it is. I'm not saying it's not because that comes from like this white supremacist type attitude that like I get to do whatever the fuck I want to whatever group, no matter what they say. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying it sounds like he's there's like no need to say it. Right. Exactly. There's no need to say it. But like, so, but I don't know in terms of legally, if that's like, if that's put you away to jail or take away your business. Cause like, so it's the fact that he's like no, saying it at all I, and not being canceled. When I said legally, I'm asking why don't other outlets be like, yeah, this is some racist shit that happened. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. Mm. Like it seems like a lot of people that like, even the people that are willing to call him out are like. I don't know if Joe Rogan's a racist, but here's this clip of him saying the N word 27 times, and it just seems like it just seems like there's something wrong about what the fuck we're listening to. Like I, I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. Like what are what are we talking about? Like what are, if if the problem isn't that he's a racist, then why show me a clip of him saying the N word 20,000 times? Like I don't understand where we're going with some of the sense? language sometimes. He he. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. He made like a public apology. Oh, he did make an apology. Yes, Ooh. right. And he made a public apology and did a whole thing. Did he say the n word while he made? The Wait, Joe Rogan <laughs> apologized? <laughs> did you hear? 
No. She said, did he say the N word while he made the well, yo, that, But you know, which that's, could, that's which a good could. point. <laughs> but oh, so Joe Rogan actually apologized? Yeah, because he kind of has to because he likes his money. And do you, I, I mean, See, that's, this is the type of thing they should say. I don't know if Joe Rogan really means his apology or not. That's something we should speculate on. You know what I mean? I don't know where do Joe Rogan's heart is about with that. Egos like that ever, like, I feel like he is a narcissist. Mm. I don't think narcissists ever mean their apologies because they can't accept responsibility for any of their actions like that. That would take away from how much they admire themselves. Mm, well, I mean, Joe Rogan's just like uh, usually for for what I remember, because Joe Hogan's ro- host of Fear Factor, and then he's like a commentator for UFC, and then he has the podcast. He's not really like doing doing anything so serious. So I don't know. It's because I don't his, know, and you know, I don't know him. It's because his podcast is so powerful and like influential. Like he has like literally the most popular podcast in the world. You know? Oh, right. That is... I mean, yeah. Yeah, facts. In my head, though, I just think about it just being like... It's just a podcast, right? But like... I don't know him that well, to be honest. Yo, exactly. I don't either. So like, I can't... I can't... How how the fuck am I going to prove his apology? I feel like if I call... Logan, get me Charles Xavier. A narcissist, I'm not off mark. (laughs) So I just took the leap. Damn it, get me Charles Xavier. (laughs) What do you need Charles Xavier for? Are you serious? <laughs> I don't understand what he would help to the situation. Charles Xavier would be able to read his mind. <laughs> to do what? Us, what do I need to read his mind for? To tell us if he actually means his apology or not. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, I don't give a Is damn it, if he actually means his apology or not. I want to know why something... This is the same thing I said on the episode when we were talking about Jon Stewart. And he was talking about, um, you know, the... The green, the uh, what was it? The gremlins and gringotts, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> the goblins. I know what they are. Stop. All right. The the goblins and uh, the Harry Potter bank, right? And he was talking about how they reminded him of like Jewish caricatures and anti-Semitism, and like. Less than 24 hours, he goes, oh, wait, no, I don't think J.K. Rowling's an anti-Semite. Then why did you go through all that trouble calling her an anti-Semite for? You know, it's like, what are, like, I don't understand why people can't let things be things, you know? <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, we have so, I feel like we have so much confusion in the world, and a lot of confusion comes from the fact that, like, we just won't, like, say what it is we're meaning. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. You can have COVID, but go to work like five days later. Like, what the fuck are we talking about anymore? Okay, now I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you ever be in a room and you're just too angry? You just like <laughs> just popped off. Like, just like, geez, bro. Like, I don't know. Your your energy is like at eleven, and then like everybody's like. Is he done? Like, is like <laughs> no. Well, I don't like. I don't necessarily think you're fully wrong or anything like that it's just that like i care more in terms of like actually actually being able to understand why people are doing things or what are if they actually mean what they mean or don't mean what they don't mean 
And I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt, but we, you know, have to. I, I think, though, even when you give people the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, they might not be aware of the gravity of their actions. I, I guess once some, somebody tells them or they figure it out, if they don't take responsibility for the fact that they still did something harmful and then actively work towards changing that, mm-hmm. then you can't pull that card anymore. Like it's, you know, fragile. I think this mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say is that racism isn't like an idea. It's not like an abstract idea of a thing. Like it's an actual harmful thing that happens to actual people. And it's a system. It's more than just a system because it can be a system, but it can also just be like fucking something that happens to you on a Tuesday afternoon. You know what I mean? So it's like like, there's more to racism than just like – having like some theoretical argument about, you know, whether or not this person is a racist because do they believe they're a racist or whatever. And I think we always have these arguments about like, you know, whether or not somebody is a racist based off of what the, what's in their heart. And it waters down the conversation of racism only to water down situations of actual racism that happen to actual people. And I feel like, and I'm starting to feel like that's the point. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's the point is like, if we can confuse the issue of what is racism, and what is not, then when actual racism happens or I, or I as such and such do something racist and horrible to somebody, I can just say that I actually didn't do shit to you. Well, yeah, I think that's a well, way wait, to get no, rid of no, responsibility. I no, I don't if think, say, I don't think that can happen regardless. Cause it, we still all see the, the proof there. No, you but if we're mean? calling the proof something, if I if I go and I stab the both of you right now, right, and then they're like, "Well, did he actually like stab them, or like was he like just like putting his knife into them?" It's like what yeah, fucking semantic what game is that? Is that like the minute people say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I I don't hate people. It wasn't coming from that place." Then that gets rid of the responsibility or they think Mm -hmm. it does, but it doesn't because racism isn't about like individual racist people. It's about like the whole institution. So even if you're not trying to participate, you still are. Yes. But also like you can be a racist person. It doesn't mean like it's a life sentence that you're like forever a racist. You can change your actions and your behavior. It's just like any other thing. But I I feel like there's a way. I think that people associate. Well, I'm Mm -hmm. talking as a white person here. That um, (laughs) you can come at me and be like, no, no, that's fine. (laughs) But I think that people take it on as such an emotional thing and like that, Oh, I'm a bad person. So if I'm don't intend to hurt somebody, then I can't be a racist, but that's not true because if you're white, you're born into a system of white supremacy. You're doing things that are unconsciously racist 
for your whole life because that is what society is. That is what the institution is. So it's not about like, are you a good person or a bad person? Obviously, if you choose to be racist when you know all of these things, then that's another level. But at some level, all white people are participating. So you can't get away from that. I think that if you connect racism to whether a person is good or bad, it distracts from the fact that it's not about the individual people. It's about the whole system. No, like you're trying to dismantle the system and society will follow. I think, I don't know. What are you going to say, Mitch? Well, you don't want people, you don't want people thinking certain ways about you for any particular reason or treating you any way for any particular reason, just based on, you know, the color of your skin or how you look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no reason for that to be the case at all in truth. So it's just, it's just hard. Cause it's like people are just born and like, they just exist. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, how do you, how do you know when a person is like truly being this, this like sort of person? And it's like hard yeah. when you are, when you do live in America, cause that's all, that's the like backdrop of everything. Well, that's, that's like Logan told me once mm-hmm. we were on the beach, I remember, but he was like, I'm a recovering a misogynist. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't come off as a misogynist at all. And he was like, well, I'm a man. I've always been a man. So I've grown up with certain perspectives, even if I don't lean into them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does that mean I'm a recovering racist because I'm a white person who's been born into this system? And I would say, yeah, because... Whoa. I've participated. You know, it doesn't mean that like that is something that is crippling that Mm -hmm. I have to say I'm a horrible person and have like all this guilt about. No, it's like whether or not I wanted to or intended to participate in this system. I am. I did. So despite the fact that I put energy um, towards not acting that way unconsciously or not, I still have and do at some point. Like there's, I don't think there's any point where I'm going to be a perfect white person. I don't know if that's possible. Okay. Yeah. So how can I, I don't know. It's like a purity thing. I don't think it's, possible and i think part of my responsibility as a white person who's trying not to contribute to the system of racism is acknowledging that i have participated right you know i i don't really see how it's feasible to be a white person in this society and to not have done harm so Yo. just like I don't think it's possible for it there to be a m- male in know. society who hasn't had some misogynistic thought or done some misogynistic thing at some point. It doesn't mean that I hate all men. 
or like think that Logan is horrible because, you know, he right, right, right. does some shitty things sometimes. <laughs> like there's got to be some level of grace if people are trying. Maybe. I mean, it depends why people have done a lot of shit. So I can understand <laughs> the inclination to just be like, fuck you. And, you know, that's not about me. I think, I think everything you said is right, first off. And, but I do think that we give white people a lot of grace. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this like, is. There, pe- white people feel entitled for people to think about their feelings. Yes. Even when they're the ones that are committing harm. Yeah. They're like, that's what I mean. When people yeah. are like, oh, you can't call me a racist. That hurts me. Well, what like about the, the racism thing that, that you, you just did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was way more harmful to like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And like, like Mitch said something earlier just now, like he was like saying, I don't know how we can like, uh, basically, you know, know if one person is doing one thing or another. And it's like, you know where that doesn't apply? Like as soon as black people do something, we know exactly what they did and when they did it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like as soon as black people do something, we have the words for it, we have the language for oh, it. We we can yeah, we can put it in the books. This is like this is the way he did it and how he did it and this is why he's guilty. You know? As soon as white people do something, it's like, well, this is so abstract. How do we know that like you know, he <laughs> truly intended to um and in so facto heretofore, if you were to look at, you know, the parallels of his dynamics and his That's heart. What I'm saying it's it's like what the, the fuck are we what are you saying? Yeah. Like fighting over whether one person is racist or not or what the metric of racism is isn't doing anything to I don't know. No, see, this that that like my point though is that like we should fight over that part because like if we are to describe that a harm was done, then we have to say that you know, hey, harm was done. Harm can't be abstract, is what I'm saying. Sure, but I don't think that people are arguing that way. They're not arguing over how much harm he's doing. They're just but they're arguing. Yes, but if you can't say that he did harm then you don't have to argue how much harm there was to done. be honest with you even if they you know did I mean? start talking but I would about just say the harm, he has period what did you he, say Mitch? no i said to be honest with you even if they did start talking about the harm mm-hmm. they then probably start arguing over if it was really harmful or not i would rather have that conversation really Okay. Yes, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the conversation we're having is that nothing was done in the first place while we're yeah, all outraged for some weird reason. How can you be outraged at somebody like saying something completely racist in one instance, but then on the other instance be like, I don't know if this person is a racist? That's what I'm trying to say. That's the confusion here is that like – on one end, we're saying, here's this extremely harmful. On one end, we're saying, hey, this guy stabbed somebody. But on the other end, we're saying, but he's, I don't know if he's a stabber. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, this is weird, right? That's fucking weird. Well, Logan, the fact is, it comes down to we're not, unfortunately, talking about someone physically stabbing someone. That's the problem. That's what I mean. 
That's the problem. Because when we get down to that, now we're saying like, oh, this is an abstract conscious. This is an abstract concept, and it's not. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait! No one's saying that it's an abstract concept. I don't even think, think we've gone to that point. Treat it like an abstract concept. Yes, and like racism is not that abstract. Like we have evidence in in history where racist language turns into racist action. And so what happens is we have the period of racist language and then we try to water it down until somebody does something about it. It's the same shit every, it's the same shit like every three years. We'll have a bunch of people on TV, whether it be like Tucker Carlson or Bill O'Reilly or Alex Jones or like Joe Rogan. And they'll say all the shit in the world that they'll, they'll say, they'll say all the harmful bile and garbage that they want to say for like years. And then when people gather into rallies and want to take over like state houses and shit, we're like, well, where the fuck did that come from? And it's like, you were watering down what they were doing for like years on end and you were ignoring it. And then when it had real world consequences and people were actually being harmed while you were watering it down, mind you, and those same people who were being harmed by that language and who were being harmed by that, by those things that were happening because the people who listen to Joe Rogan and, and follow like people like him and all this and that, they're not fucking playing around. You know, Joe Rogan has time to play around because he's got $100 million and he doesn't need to do all that. You know what I mean? Right. But people like who are like actually into like conspiracy theory shit and like QAnon and all this shit, those people, they showed us last year. They're not fucking around. Right. Punching low. That's what it's called. Punching down. Punching down. No, he's not even like punching down. He's just punching. It's just, (laughs) he's just punching and everybody's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, mean. I didn't he's see like, it. Like, you know, it's like, like, what the fuck you mean? He's punching about things that don't affect him personally. It's like getting mad that Joe Rogan got hands, but then saying he didn't punch anybody. It's like, who the fuck does he have hands against then? <laughs> that's okay. So that's, the I know you keep saying that, like, I'm describing like physical situations, but like, I'm trying to highlight that like something is happening and that's why i'm using something i'm no i'm trying to pull something into reality and Mm. instead of somebody just pulling it into this space where it doesn't like it only exists in our imaginations because that's what where a lot of people like to bring like racism is that like this is something that's in your head this is something that if you ignored it like it wouldn't really exist anyways and that's just false it's not real well, you, know? you, you can't you can't ignore it because like the history is there. It's just when we're talking about. I mean, like, they're literally trying to ignore it by erasing the ra- history. Yeah, erasing yeah. it. I'm just saying, oh, like, so, like you. Reality. I mean, but you really can't because we all know it. Ha- like, and at this point, even though like, because people have seen it, and we're not letting it go, and it always has to be like this. Yeah, but you really can't ignore it. But it's just like in terms of like actually arguing or legally that's that's kind of more in terms of because you had brought that up is what i was Mm -hmm. talking about but in terms of doing that like so when you use the physical argument Mm -hmm. like the argument for us will be there but i don't i don't know if in terms of that like if anyone would care for the argument to in terms of like white american judicial system Mm -hmm. in terms for the argument to be there i don't think it is there i think and i'm gonna move on from this in a second but i think that 
the language isn't there. Like I told you that one time was that like, we, nobody wants to put the work in to make the language there. So like, it's easy to, it's easy to look back at like the civil rights movement and be like, oh, well, this was that. And so this is what they did. And then like live within the successes of that and then be like, oh, the challenges we have today, I don't know how we will overcome them. When, if you were living in that time, like that was like the insurmountable challenge. Right. And so it's like, the language would be there if we put it there. And the reason why I feel like a lot of, I feel like it's like a, this weird double-edged sword on one hand, like nobody wants to call shit what it is. But then on the other hand, they're like, well, when things get serious, we don't have the language to call shit what it is. You know what I mean? Like we've, we sanitize our, our day-to-day language so that like, there's no type of standard for everybody involved when, when you get to a serious happening like going to court you know what i mean so like when you say like the 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 language isn't there if you went to like a white course system of course because there's no standard for it like there's no standard for saying that like you know like being like who's the racist in the courtroom he is like you know it's like there's no standard for that you know we have to like like prove like things like discrimination and stuff and it's like there's way more harmful things than just like discrimination and like i don't know i think there are like you can prove like verbal harassment too. You can prove like if somebody's writing like the N word on like bathroom walls and you find out who it is, that's a legal case in itself right then too. So even like in that, even with like, just like going just from like language, there is a language for like describing harm. We just have to fight all the time in this like public space about how do we use that language and what is that language? You know what I mean? And then what I notice people choose the people who who say that they're like supposed to be for us and like they're supposed to be like you know on our side is what they choose every time is to further confuse the issue and further say that this isn't like I just saw uh what did we saw we saw that clip today of Marjorie Taylor Greene and she mm. called he she called the the Gestapo she's the a she, yeah she yeah she she is Hitler's a, gazpacho yeah she's a Hitler's police. gazpacho police she she's Whoa. a um a representative from Georgia right from the House of Representatives and she represents like a district in Georgia right and they they had her on camera for whatever reason mainly for clicks and views because that's the only that's all she's good for but like they had her on camera and like she was rambling about like you know how i guess what was it like vaccines or mass mandates or some shit were like you know uh akin to like biden's gazpacho yeah she said biden's gazpacho police which which she was trying to say uh biden's gestapo police like the nazi gestapo right but she because she's so fucking stupid she said the gazpacho police right and literally the clip we were watching was like some news person like saying on TV, like looking into the camera and saying like, you know, how like wrong she is. And then like at the end of the clip, he goes, she's so dumb that she called it the gazpacho police. He's, and no, he like, said he's, she's so dumb that I don't know if I can even believe that this was a slip of the tongue. Like, I think she really thinks they were the Nazi gazpacho. Right. Now, here's what my point is about that. He called that woman dumb. Like, nobody's going to say right after that, that nobody's going to look to her and him and be like, well, can we really know what's in her heart? Is she really dumb? Like, 
she did something incredibly dumb that makes her dumb. You know what I mean? Only with racism and when racism is especially targeted towards black people that we have all this amnesia and fucking confusion about what the fuck we're looking at. You know, we can call mm. things what they are at any other point in time, except then. That's, that's all I wanted to say. Now I'm really off my soapbox. <laughs> have, have, like, do, do what you want after that. I don't <laughs> care. Guys, I'm so high right now. I can tell. Are you really? Yeah. You, you can't tell? He looks like Snorlax right now. I like literally <laughs> just took one hit because I was like, oh, I'll take it just for fun. And now I'm like zooted up to the moon. I would be all over the place with what I was saying if that were me. <laughs> I go deep into the metaphysical. Oh, word. No, I'm yeah. not that high. She like like Doctor Strange metaphysical. Like, like it's ridiculous. Like like remember when uh, Tilda Swinton like flicked him in his face and then he like went through across the universe. This is a, that's this. I one. was like, like <laughs> I was like, you don't know me and I don't know you because my deepest self is underneath all these layers of like. <laughs> yes. Flesh this and, is her and senses, and and then that is trying to reach you, and you're inside your your own cave or castle, fort, whatever. And I was like, so we don't know each other, and nobody knows anybody, and I don't even know myself. So we're all alone. Yeah, that's, that's I'm where surprised it goes she remembered every time. all that. I'm surprised that's exactly what she said, though. Like the exact same thing. Because I ponder this often. Um, so, did we talk about Valentine's Day? Very briefly to. in the beginning, we talked about Valentine's Day. What do you want to what say about Valentine's Day? No, what do you did. want to say about Nothing. that? Was you were, that was your topic. Valentine's Day? Yeah. Uh, well, you know why I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day? I know you guys like to step on my lead sometimes. But, like, you know why I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day? Um, why do you want to talk about Valentine's thank Day? Thank you for somebody day? asking me why I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day. Um, because I wanted to ask Mitch, because I wanted to really go into it. Mitch complains every week about Valentine's Day being like a single person. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I'm sorry. When did, was I complaining? You complain literally every week about Valentine's Day. No, you just made that up. I don't be complaining at all. You don't <laughs> complain about Valentine's Day? No, you lie. I like I like the jokes. I think the I think the jokes and memes are funny, especially the single awareness stuff. But like, I don't seriously single complain awareness. about Valentine's Day. Are you gonna yeah. have a Valentine this uh, Valentine's Day? No, I don't think so. I I don't know. I'm in like a, a weird place right now, so I'm just like chilling, doing me. But um, you know what? That is so I haven't said anything amazing, up. Mitch, because so many people forget to take time with themselves and accept that it's it's good to work on yourself by yourself. So I think that's great. I think it's great Thanks, that yeah. you are listening to your mind and your body saying like, hey, I need to figure something out right now and I don't need to complicate my life with someone else's shit and to actually take that time. That's pretty impressive. Thanks. Yeah. I think so too. Thanks, man. Good job, As Mitch. impressive as it 
may look. Here we go. I was like, should I start the fuck shit or should he? Hey, look, if you are single on Valentine's Day, you know where to find me. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, well, it's just that, like, I don't think you're trying that hard, though, to be honest. Well, that's a part of me doing my thing. And it's Mm. like, the the problem is, is just that, like, I'm in this, I'm in such a space where it's like, when I have been trying, shit just gets weird. And I'm like, trying to figure out why that keeps happening. And like, and even though I'm not like trying hard, uh, I'm still at least like on dating sites and stuff sometimes. And then I'll be just like doing this to talk to people. And then I think the other day, actually, I just got ghosted. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, and I was Why'd like... Why'd you get ghosted? Mm-hmm. Evaluate this. Uh, I don't think... It's not his fault. Being ghosted yeah, yeah, is never yeah, yeah. It's not, the it's not like ghosted that, but... person's fault. Is it never? I'm, it's, it's, okay, even if that's... Is it the case? Unless you're with something really vulgar and sexualizing... Like, I would ghost that shit. But other than that, if you're having, like, a genuine conversation and then someone just drops off without, you know, saying anything. Like, if you respected them as a human. Okay. And then they don't recognize that and respect you back, then that's on them. That's not Mitch's fault. Like, even if they didn't vibe, he you owe them the courtesy of being like. Hey, this isn't a vibe. Yeah. Then, you know. Just well, I thought we were because I wasn't like sexual or vulgar. I have been, and that's like the the Aww, shame that I ew. feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I won't. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> He's I, honest. I like that. I have, I, have I, been I what? maybe yet again if, if that works. I guess. Have I been vulgar in my openers? Yeah, on Tinder. If the vibe is right. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't like this. No, because some but people no. is it like, too late to. Back out? To back no. out? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm stuck with him? Yeah. Yes. You're like, we're deep in it. Yeah, we're here. Oh. <laughs> it's not even because of the time that was put in. It's just we're deep in it. Yeah, you know? Right. <laughs> we were deep in it from I know. get-go. I know. That was your fault. That's you know? crazy. What? Yeah. What, what, no, don't like, put all the blame. How is that my fault? I asked you a question. <laughs> oh man oh man i wish we You're had a video i'm the pisces yeah you fall in love i'm just emotional that's why we were deep in it that's true yeah that's what i'm saying I think, no i think that's true because i was like well first of all we were texting and, and i used a word and he was like Oh, I love that word. Like, I love the way it sounds. And I'm like, oh my God, no one else gets excited about, you know, words and language. And then he was emotionally available. I was like, what the heck? And then he liked art. I was like, well. This is true. Unless, and you know, unless he has dead bodies somewhere. Like, I don't, I don't know how much. I'm supposed to say no. I'm not going to find this anywhere else, especially on Tinder and in, I don't want to say where, the tiny little shitty town we lived in. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Not, I really right, didn't have a that. choice. 
Oh, because what? both Logan and I were in a place where we were like, we don't want a relationship. Yeah. I've never wanted a relationship in my life. I'm extremely anti-commitment. So. I'm pretty anti-commitment myself. Yeah. I'm not per se anti-commitment, but like it takes a, it takes a lot for me to want to commit. Yeah. And like if we're not even doing these basic things to like show that we care about each other in one sense, I'm like, then why are we really talking? You're such a cancer. No, I agree with well, I'm also a cancer. You're also a cancer. Yes, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was actually I I actually set that trap up for the both of you, oh, to be when honest. Is, when we first started engaged or texting, um, because we did not have a beautiful romantic romantic Meet cute. We just started texting on Tinder, but um, it's yeah, it I, well, out. no, we had a romantic like meet, like when we actually met. I don't romantic. know. No, come oh. on, our first date wasn't romantic. Our first date was at Rita's. Come on, I, I couldn't even. Eat we had ices. It was like good. Yeah, but that's the best when like you have like the bad meal and on I, the and date. And I saw a person I didn't want to see, so we ran away. We did. We ran and we like did the little weird Wait, thing where like you guys we're on the first wall date? together, and it's like, yeah, yeah come on. But anyways, one of the why was your first date a '90s rom com? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Bro. <laughs> oh, whatever. But when we first started talking. One of the things either I asked or I think you might have asked was like, what are you looking for? Yeah. And I was like, not anything serious per se, Mm. but I want you to see me as a human, like a full human. And I want us to respect each other and care about each other enough to like recognize each other's experiences. Yeah. Which I think is really hard to do without catching feelings. Extremely. Yes. Yeah, yes. Somehow I've managed to not my whole life. <laughs> I, I can be very I can be very callous in situations. I can see that, yeah. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I think you're great. You're a great person. I love having conversations with you. Intimacy, though? Like, physical intimacy, sure. But emotional intimacy, that it, that was a hard bound for me. A hard, hard boundary for me. It's a boundary for me, too, but I don't, like, m- make it a hard boundary. It's a very soft boundary with me, like emotional intimacy. Like, I like being emotionally intimate. That's interesting. You have a lot of physical boundaries, but not a lot of emotional boundaries. Yes. I have a lot of emotional boundaries, but not a lot of physical boundaries. Yes. This has been known for some time. Oh, Between well, us. I'm coming but to now it the world, right now. Now the world knows. <laughs> <laughs> but you said that you're like, you don't have a lot of boundaries. I do. They're just not, they're just reserved. I, I did a thing where I like separated my emotional self mm, from my sexual. I self. think that's what it was. It's that I said you don't have a lot of boundaries because I wasn't used to like a girl like having 
the boundary, their boundary set up the way you set your boundaries up. So mm. like you are open in a lot of ways that most women are not. And so, and like you are closed off in ways that like most women are not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so like the ways you are closed off, like as a male, like just going through like a relationship, you don't really notice at first because those things usually become your needs later on as a guy in the relationship. And so, okay. yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, this person's so open, blah, 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 right? But that's only because like from my male perspective, like, like you said, you're like more intimately open than like physically, physically intimately, int- intimately yeah. but not emotionally. You're not emotionally. And I can like, separate those things to such a far extent. But see, to a guy, like you don't find that out until like three months later as a man because you're like, I feel like it's not that men don't, aren't emotional. It's that I think men actually take a longer time to like actually like be vulnerable. Process? No, be vulnerable with their because emotions. Of society? I think so, yes, because of your, the way we're like conditioned in a way. Mm-hmm. And so when you're going through it, like when you're going through the relationship stage, what happens is the reverse. Like a lot of women want you to be emotionally available where you cannot be. You know what I mean? Because you're like, who the hell are you? But like society teaches men that we're not supposed to be closed off to women, that we're always supposed to be open to whatever female attention we get. You know what I mean? And so because of that, it's like if a girl like comes to you and they demand something, it's like you promise, like I notice, like I've done it, but like I notice other men will do it too. You promise the world in the beginning, like emotionally, and you can't deliver later on because it's like your heart can't even handle like whatever you're trying to throw at it. You can't be that vulnerable with somebody who you don't even trust yet. You know what I mean? But also, I think it's the sustained vulnerability that's hard because yes, for you, yeah. you had to cover mm-hmm. cover it up for so long. Yeah, exactly. I remember the first time you were vulnerable with me and, and you were like, go away, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I accidentally forced it out of him. Yeah. I, I was doing something called body work, which is like, you like sit back and... It was meant to be relaxing, no. Uh, but afterwards he was like, "That is relaxing. you've seen too much." Do you know what body work <laughs> is, Mitch? And well, in terms of what she's describing, it sounds like she was kind of just helping you relax portion. We do that in acting, and yeah, like, just yeah, yeah. You relax. It's probably similar. We do it in dance as in well. Movement, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're probably doing the so same like basically thing letting go for the un- yeah for the uninitiated. It's like. A partner, a partnered activity. I guess it could be a group activity too. Yeah, yeah it can be and so activity. basically, you get is- some. You completely release, and the other person is manipulating your body. I would say, and the point is to let go completely. Yeah. So, like, they they could be like grabbing your wrist and pulling and your arm sensory. up and and dropping it down they can like be like moving your legs back and forth you know like kind of like how somebody like moves your legs when you're like at a like at a gym and you're working out and like the point is to relax your body enough to the point where you like literally just like let this other person do all of this and like 
just relax your body. And there's no body. longer any resistance. And there's no, until there's zero resistance in your body. And for somebody like me, this is like hell. Like I can't do that. Which I didn't know. I was like, oh, I'm doing something relaxing for my partner. It was the least <laughs> relaxing thing for me because this is why it was the least re- relaxing thing. It was the least rela- relaxing thing. I can't even say that. It was the least relaxing thing for me because of the fact that like it revealed to me how invulnerable I, I walk around every day. Like, and it made me really, really emotional and I hated it because it was like, the amount of like vulnerability that I don't allow my body to have was just like put on full display because like I'm noticing how much tension I keep in my body to keep my body like armored, basically. You know what I mean? And here's this person, they're like peeling armor off of you. And it's just like, you're noticing, it's like watching a movie and you're like- It is a bit of a meditation too. Yeah. Which is- like it's it's done in a process. Like you um, manipulate the skin, and then the muscle, and then the bone. Mm-hmm. So you're like gently getting down to the core. Yeah. And I like to put meditative music on. You know, dim the lights. It's great if there's a candle. Um, you know, just to make it a meditative experience, because like in life in general you're holding on all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's nice just to let go. But I didn't think about it that way because as a dancer, you're constantly getting in your mind and your body in tune and working to let go and working to understand, you know, the rhythms and so on, things mm-hmm. that are going on. So I guess you could say that's something and working to trust other people. Right. So I, that's something that I had quote unquote trained for, but for mm-hmm. some, for someone, for all that to happen at once, especially with a person that you don't know very well necessarily, but you're sharing intimate experiences with, mm-hmm. that's a lot. I didn't think about that beforehand because it's something we used to do like once every couple of, couple of weeks, just relax. It was interesting. It was. It taught me a lot about myself. I don't think I, I could like. ever do it to you again. No, but it taught me a lot about. <laughs> Damn, that, bad. that means you need like, to even not, more. It's not a sexual thing at all. No, not at all. Definitely not. Like it's, no, you just, it's just this sensory. man can't relax. Like you like have it, to learn to relax. I was when we went to the thing last night. I was. What's the thing? Okay, so, well, I, we're probably going to talk about it later. But, like, I was, like... At an event. Yeah, we went... Me and Mitch went to an event the other night. And so, when we were there, like, I noticed, like, how on edge I'm always am. Because, like, I'm, like, checking out the entire crowd. I'm trying to figure out who's who and who's who's there, basically. And I'm, like, l- watching myself look around and, like, try to remember everybody's faces while I'm, like, standing there and I'm like listening to people talk to me and stuff, but I'm really checking out the whole crowd. I'm like, God, I look like such a cop right now. Like, you know, like, I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, why am I being so tense? Yeah. Why am I so tense? Why am I always on edge? Why do I feel like, you know, like I have to be ready to fucking fight like all the time, you know? And that's what like the fucking body work thing did to me. It was like when she describes like you go from skin to muscle to bone, it was like she was peeling 
a layer of armor off, and then there was a layer of armor underneath that, and then there was another mm-hmm. layer that she was peeling off there, and then there was another one there as well. You know, it was like every layer was just filled with like metal, and it's just like going through that was just way too much for me. It was just way too much, but it, was- it, it did it did teach me a lot about myself. It taught me that like you know this is a problem I have. You know. But it was like a I massage so almost. Good. Yeah. Right? Like a massage almost, right? So it's like, the fact is, Logan, it's like someone's literally doing something that's giving you comfort and you're you're like, I'm too relaxed. Well, it was meant to get, to, no, to, it not does, to give comfort. It, it was meant to give relief. Like, yeah, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean control. that in a good way. I mean, like Logan's like, I can't, I can't be in this state of relaxation because I feel like I have to always be tense to protect myself. It's not just that. It's not just being relaxed. I can relax. It's the fact of being relaxed by somebody else. By like mm. having by like having somebody else literally be in control of your body in that way. Yeah. I think it also separates like mind from body. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you are always manipulating this shell that's around you, right. which is your body. And then to have it, to have it move, but for you not to be in control of that for like the first time in your case, mm-hmm. it's kind of a mind fuck in a way. I think I have like, like a, like a, an excessive amount of control over my body. Like I have an, like an, uh, like, I think that's a, an yeah. adaptive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you're very aware of it's, it's actually, I don't know how you do it because you're very aware of everything that is going on, but you also manage to look comfortable, <laughs> but you're also totally aware of what everyone else is doing all of the time. But you yeah. also manage to not just sit in the corner and watch everyone, but like converse I don't know. You're, you're doing a lot all the time. Yeah. I, I observe people, but when I observe people, I like retreat and, you know, kind of disappear and watch them. I started doing that without, without letting something go. Yeah. Like you're holding all of it together all the time, doing everything. That's crazy. I've been doing that since I was like very young. Like very young, and that's part of the problem. Like <laughs> that's literally part of the problem. Like I've always been. There's reasons behind it that I don't necessarily want to go into, but right. I, I've, I, yeah, I think it was a protective. Thing yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah, duh. but also it's like you don't. It's a protective thing, but also you. It's also a thing where it's like I'm the only one that can take care of me, kind of thing. And so, like, nobody else is going to protect me. So I got to protect me. But then you also don't want to alert anybody to the fact that you need protection. So, you like, when Sarah says, like, I look, like, very comfortable, it's like I'm trying to look comfortable. And I've trained my body to look comfortable, even in, like, very stressful situations. You know, like, I've always, like, I've always had this thing where, like, if I had to do, like, public speaking, like, in, in like, 
school or whatever, like mm-hmm. I am like literally like I feel like my bones are rattling inside of me. But then when I'm done like with my speech or whatever, they're like, oh my God, you look so calm up there. Like, and I'm like, what are you talking? I feel like I'm like in like, like some twilight. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? And like, it didn't like click until like I got older that I'm like, this is a, something that I'm actually actively doing. I'm just not aware of it because I'm so good at doing it all the time. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's horrible. It's like a horrible thing. I got to stop. I don't know how to stop it, but it's something that. Body work. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do body work. And I don't want to do therapy. It's I don't know thing. what's going to happen. I know. We were talking about it's that. The He's thing. like, I don't think therapy would work for me. I don't I'm think like, so. I don't. I'm trying, but I can't get a damn session these days because like, it's annoying. In any case. I'm trying to figure it out to see if it helps because at this point, like, I got to do something. I but, no, I feel that. that. You should probably I... just do the body work with Sarah Logan. I'm it's not doing easy. that shit. It's the easiest. It'll help. I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. Just I understand, to like, the concept behind it. It's just, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't it. think it was, like, I do think the body work is good for most people, mm. but the reaction that Logan had wasn't something like I don't want to do that to him. I don't want to like, <laughs> like force him into that that place of vulnerability. Like I think he needs. Oh no, I don't want you to force him. A I think he should want to do that. Exploration of why this is so difficult. You know, mm-hmm. like just because something is good for most people doesn't mean it's good for everyone. Right. Like he's not. He's not in a. You, I don't want to talk about you. Like you're not here. You're, right. you're not in a place for that to be constructive yet. That was really sweet. You talking to me like I'm here because we do that all the time on the show. <laughs> we were like talking about everybody, the third person, and she's like, she's like, you, you, <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm gonna oh be God. the sassy black nurse. Who's you want to like, be a sassy black it. nurse? You got to do it, baby. <laughs> I but Mitch, I feel similarly. Like I know I I need therapy, but I like listen. Listen, guys. Uh, thing, first and foremost, I'm not trying to. I I would like you guys to be comfortable <laughs> taking those options if you ever choose to do that. Because I felt the same way in terms of therapy, but I'm at the point in my life where I'm willing to attempt to see if therapy helps me. Because at this point, I'm like I I feel like. If this can help, that'd be better for me and society as a whole. I'm not saying that people shouldn't go to therapy. Like I don't I, want that. To I be don't a think message. you are. I'm I just wanting think you to be that I don't. I don't know that therapy would work for me. That's what I'm thinking. That's how I feel. Yeah, but I'm still gonna go through with it and see if I'm incorrect because that's the only I I'll really know. Well, I've been to therapy. It is before, hard, you know? but it's not like I haven't given a college try. It is hard because. Therapy is not an objective thing, and it really depends on the therapist that you have. I had had a really bad therapist and a good one. And the good one told me, like, in our first session, she's like, first of all, nothing you can say will hurt me. I don't want you to to fear or to change the way you're going to say things to protect my feelings. Second of all, I'm not going to be upset if you know, this isn't the right fit for you. Like you Mm. need to find the person that 
works well for you because it's not a one therapist, every patient kind of thing. Like there has to be a certain chemistry there. And I, I think for me as, as kind of a people pleaser, that was a way off. Of course I did. I was like, it would hurt her. So I do have to stick with this person. <laughs> she ended up being pretty good, but, um, it's just too expensive right now. But it was nice for her to, to say that because I, before that I was like, no therapy will never work for me because I had a bad experience with one therapist mm-hmm. who literally, while I was a teenager, asked me to like color my feelings. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not to say that art can't be good. It just, it, it felt therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know what it is. It felt condescending in a way, mm. you know, like have one color match one feeling and color how much. Do you feel the therapist was trying to be condescending or like it was I just think like she a- just wasn't complex enough of a person to. She like, didn't respect I, I her. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. What? I didn't respect her. Yeah. I don't know. I just was like. I don't know. I have so many emotions coming at me at once. I can't quantify them. I can't give them a color. Like, what the heck? I noticed that with, can like, we smarter... just talk? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I noticed know. that with, like, smarter people. It's, like, it's, it can be hard for, like, people, like, of a certain intelligence level to, like, take even experts, like, seriously about, like, their own fucking field. You know oh, what I mean? She messed up in you know certain I mean? ways. As soon as I said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, wait, no, she didn't do there was another therapist that was involved in some family drama. I, I ran off but on anyways. my first therapist. Hmm? So, like, I, I get it. Because, like, I ran, my therapist didn't even actually do anything wrong. I just ran off on my first therapist, and I didn't go back. And then I started dealing with life stuff and moved. Yeah. So, like, and so now I'm trying like, again. If you are... Which is why it's also kind of daunting. Like, if you're going through the process of trying to find a therapist, like... Just because the first person is not a right fit doesn't mean that therapy won't ever work for you. It just right. means that it might be the wrong approach and the wrong person. It's not like yeah. ibuprofen where we all take it when we feel muscle pain, you know? Mm. Right. So I'll let you guys know, but like I haven't been even able to get an appointment. So like, <laughs> yay. It could be tough like that, yeah. Yeah, man. At least you're willing to go. I think I, no, I, I always really tell good. you that that's that's amazing. I think anybody who wants to go to therapy should go to therapy, to be honest. You know, that's I mean, I think that per- literally important. every person could benefit from having just an object or as close to objective um, perspective on what they're dealing with. I was, I'm really great. mad you didn't rhyme again. Huh? You said an objective perspective. And I was waiting for well, another. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was disappointed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't you. Shut up. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> while we're talking about this, did we talk about uh, aging and stress already? Because Mitch, you had a theory about like hypothesis. <laughs> yeah, theory. Yeah, it's not quite at theory level at all. Like whatsoever. No, it's not a theory. 
Nope, just no, it can't be a theory without lots of research. And exactly. this is Mitch and I just talking. I mean, like Mitch has observed. Well, that's true, but that doesn't mean I've been researching. I've observed and seen you have a lot. written it down. Well, because I haven't actually had the chance to really like see how a person's aging and really like try to like get specific with what I'm seeing. I would you love to I mean? see you do this study, to be honest. <laughs> why, why, why don't we stop being vague? Why don't you tell us what it is? The, what your hypothesis is. I oh, guess. The, about the, right, right. I forgot. I was almost. No, I just think that the way you carry energy in yourself really, really affects how you age and whether you choose to live like a positive, negative life lifestyle, and it will really affect how you age. And I think specifically for white people, when we're talking about other, other stresses, like I think white guilt is, is like one of the like stress factors in terms of like why they age. And then if you're also like a shitty white person on top of that, you're going to age horribly. See, this came up because <laughs> I think Mitch and I are talking about sunscreen. <laughs> no, no, no. Were we, were we talking about melanin? Or? Oh my God. Well, no, we were. No, we were. Because I was saying how um, I met some of Logan's family and like his oldest aunt, I thought was the youngest aunt because she had like no wrinkles. And I was like, how do I live up to these standards in this family? Because. You know, I'm a white person and white people objectively Don't age well. wrinkle more intensely at a younger age. That's a very kind way to say that. I like that. Well, that's what I was could have said. I could have said. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, our skin is more susceptible to the like sun. The, the sun, like UV rays that harm. And I believe that there's also something that has to do with like the levels of melanin and the amount of elasticity in the skin. Mm. So I think the lighter you are, the less elasticity, which is also why. But then Mitch came up with this theory as well, or hypothesis. Hypothesis, hypothesis. This is not. I changed. I changed it. I put in the little asterisks. And yeah. And like the the reason the reason black people because of course we we know we all stress but like we also just blessed that like black skin just ages better like and then white people are also unlucky in that fact because like well we kind of just age better and I guess I want to say last longer but in America that's not always the case. What do you mean last longer? As we know. Like, like in terms of live age, longer? yeah, I think we would live longer if there weren't other reasons for us dying, like pork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> pork. <laughs> no, or just the fact that if you are at a lower economic level in this country, it means you get extremely shitty healthcare. It's almost never preventative, and you don't have access to like high quality foods or just like quality foods in general. Like you're going to be eating hormones and chemicals. And these are the other factors of good shit. aging. Like the lifestyle you live. Me, the reason I, the only reason I think I'm really aging well, other than the, the basic life of exercise that I've lived and, and the genes. Oh no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Because of the exercise. I think like, 
I don't, I'm not necessarily the most horrible eater, so I could definitely improve there, but otherwise I eat well enough. But I think in terms of like macros and I also still have to think like actual full nutrition, I'm like making my proteins, carbs, but this year I've been sad and the French fries have been so good. They're vegan. They are. (laughs) They're vegan. I kind of wish they were, but they are. Yes. Yes, they are. And there's nothing wrong with a few fries. I know, but I think I've taken it to a nearly excessive level. I mean, not really. I know, I used to eat so healthy. You see, gentlemen, and this is a good uh, tip for... Because I'm talking to the gentleman right now. Oh, okay. This is a good tip for, for Valentine's Day. Or just like a relationship in general. Say less. Less <laughs> is more. I was in a sticky situation earlier in the show. And I didn't say shit. I didn't say shit for about five say? minutes. Exactly. What did I say? Not a damn thing. And then, just now, she's like, I've been eating too many fries. What do you think, Logan? <laughs> I don't, I don't, sound like I don't know. <laughs> I don't sound like that. Put respect on my voice. Put respect oh. on my voice. Just put respect on it. Put some respect on it. Was that better? Not to me, no. but like that's nah. when you should have said. That's less. when you said I said less. Oh, stop! Oh, stop! Scotty, yeah, yeah. See, this is creepy. Yeah, right. I'm good at that. No, you're not. I'm really good at that. Mitch, is he good? It was okay. Ah, yes. <laughs> it was well. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Not like not, no not, practice. Not really on the voice, just the uh, the mannerisms he was getting into. Because at first, it was straight ass. I was like, "What are you doing?" And then, and then I was like, and then he started getting more into it, and I literally saw him morph. And I was like, I was like, "Oh, still kind of, still mostly ass, but you're starting to get somewhere. This is weird. <laughs> like, what is happening?" And, I, <laughs> and that's why I laughed because I was like. I was like, oh, because you went from, you legit went from being like at zero. And then it was like, hmm. I have but how'd you jump to 20 so quick? You don't even yeah, do this. Exactly. <laughs> but, I have but Logan, you're still mostly ass. I went from zero to 20 What's the mostly ass? in like 10 seconds. Which in was the only minutes, thing, because that's, that's minutes, a lot for normal people. I could be at 80%. People. That's a lot for normal people. Like, I, have, I was like, no, Joe. Mitch, I have this theory that like some people are like actual shapeshifters. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what, Logan? What? You. Like to, you know, what? Toad around the fact that you hate conspiracy theories, but that is not true. <laughs> yo, you love yo, 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 conspiracy theories, but I always make sure to lock my door so that my Sarah, I swear to God, yesterday <laughs> we were just talking about how Logan, why are you being so conspiracy? This motherfucker, Logan. Yesterday in the car, we're coming back There's home. Motherfucking Logan. From 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 the the moth, by the way, the moth was the the event that we went to, the moth community showcase that my cousin went to. Shout out James to moth community and you doing your thing. All right, but anyway, we in the car, me, him, and my other cousin Alan driving back from that event, and like and like Logan's looking at the architecture and is like, yeah, that's some Illuminati shit. And I was like, and I was like, uh, well, you know, and I was like, wait, I was like, wait, look, ain't you the one that hates conspiracies, bro? Where the fuck did that come from? And he was like, yeah, that is funny, isn't it? <laughs> that is me. And then just now him doing this and I'm like, bro, what's up with you? Explain yourself. 
You sound very anyways, hypocritical right now. Anyways, I have a theory that like some people are actual shapeshifters, like Jim Carrey. He's <laughs> like, have you ever seen Jim Carrey like do impressions? Like well, he that literally Grinch thing changes is scary. his like physical, like he changes his own physiology. No, I think that to like, like look those like are just it's muscles that he. Well, it is just muscles trained. You you want to try to do that smile? It's really really hard. Jim Carrey's just like a fucking have you ever master. Seen do it, Mitch. Do it. But you have to like relax a little bit because the way he even amp he perks yeah. up and I'm gonna try to look at myself because he'll go from like being normal and then he'll be like mm-hmm. no that's not no that's not see and that's can't what even, I mean see he can't do it that is that's mm-hmm. what I no objectively like, terrifying <laughs> like I really what is going on what the hell is that shit Mitch please stop he looks like he's trying to shit out the hardest shit I'm ever. trying to like I'm trying to look at my face cause like Jim Carrey will like stretch his muscles and I'm like how'd you even do that Mitch no but he'll be like live in my nightmares like I just the sound he has to make when he does it like <laughs> Mitch please stop. sorry Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's, he's, he's even worse. Jim Carrey. Like, that's me trying. Because that's hard. That's he's really fucking worse. hard. He's not. That was ass. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, he's no. I mean, he's better at doing it. Like, he'll like look you in the face and like he'll stretch everything. Because yeah. that's just me trying to like tighten my face up. I don't even know how he does that, to be honest. But being a shapeshifter, I don't think is the reason. Have you ever seen him change into like uh, Clint Eastwood? What? If you watch the video, like there's a video on Instagram, it always rolls around in my little Instagram feed. But every once in a while, I see this video of like Jim Carrey, like changing into different people, right? And it's really him doing different impressions, but I call it him changing into different people because he's like fucking changing into different people. He does it like with like James Dean, he does it with like uh, Jack Nicholson, and he does it with Clint Eastwood. And the Clint Eastwood one is fucking freaky because when he does the Clint Eastwood one, he literally wiggles his face until he turns into Clint Eastwood. Like literally, yeah, he literally wiggles his face until his face looks like fucking Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and then I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? I'm like. Uh. So it's like, and some people, they, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm, like, just, I'm just fucking around. You you're gonna that. be in a horror movie, I swear. If you like, keep like, what is the I've, fuck is that? I've been, I've been an alien in a horror episode of a show. Really? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it Which was show? called. It was called. It wasn't like streaming. It was oh, called uh, Blake Mare. It, it was. was called, um, it's independent. It was called Blakemore, and I played this alien named Devarius, who was a part of a race called the Utog. And the Utah come down and suck out your life force. Did you do that face? Uh, no, no, no. That one I had. I had like Why didn't prosthetics you ever post and stuff. That? I did post it back when I did it, but like yeah. you know, Wait, yeah, I, I would remember some shit like that. Now I would remember. There wasn't really an like alien. an alien face. I just, I just like screamed. Like really, because I had, I had makeup and stuff like that. So my alien face uh, was, was the pain. makeup. I didn't really mm-hmm. have to like, except when I was yelling, because then I'd be like. Ah. And like get crazy and shit and that sounds like fun. Fuck? It was a lot of fun. Like fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun. Shout out to Blake Moore. Shout out to well, let me not pull up names and stuff. But you uh, should share that because I want to see Blake that Moore. shit. Yeah, I would watch that. Like it's it's just you put it in like films and stuff like that. It should have been streaming. It was cool. Would have been a good show. Like everything was cool about it. We didn't have much in terms of the budget, but for like what we had, it was pretty cool. It's just that like it was it was only really like a festival thing, so it's mostly in festivals and stuff like that. And things. I think it's streaming in a few like uh, not as well known like streaming services. 
but yeah, I think so. But yeah, it happened like years ago. Mm. Like, guys, my like back hurts. It's weird. Gotta stretch. Like spinal. You're Anyways, right. On that note, let's get out of here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. It's there was my yawn right on cue. Yeah, there you go. Um Mitch, do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Uh happy Valentine's Day. Okay. That's it? Why did you say it like that? Yeah. Alright. Um Sarah. As our guest toasty and honorary toasty, do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Well, I was gonna go around the same vein as Mitch. But I guess I'll say like if you are single on Valentine's Day, that's not a failing. Um, and then you should just take that time to no stop. You should just take that time to love on yourself. Like set something special up for yourself because it's rare that we, you know, everyone. I feel like when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, we never make time for each other. Mm. I feel like it's even rarer to make time for yourself, like mm. intentional time, where you're like, I like this. I'm going to splurge and indulge in something that I like or is pleasurable. And you should take that day to do that. It's a day of love, so why not do some self-love? That's very nice. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Um, I, too, would like to say happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Oh, what a follower. <laughs> um, no, I w- you said something about, like, you know, if you're single, you should, like, you know, take care of yourself. But I think even if you're in a relationship, you should do a little something for yourself. Like, you know. That's true. Like, even if you're, like, buying, like, a little pack of Skittles for yourself or something like that, you know, like <laughs> – no, for real. Like, if it's supposed to be like a holiday I of love, you should love yourself no matter if. I know. I, I agree with your sentiment. It's just funny that loving yourself was buying a bag <laughs> buying of Skittles. That's my like, that's my way of like loving oh, like, like little, little things tiny do snacks. Matter. I don't yeah, think I've ever you. seen you eat a Skittle. Yes, because I get little snacks for myself and I eat them in the comfort of my own privacy, <laughs> and then <laughs> I do away with the evidence, so nobody knows that I love myself. <laughs> Okay, and that's definitely going to be on the next episode. (laughs) We're definitely going to talk about that. All right. In any Um, case, carry on. Is that really the one I got you? Just all the layers. Just all the layers of that one? (laughs) I do a lot. It started out with a little pack of Skittles. Yeah. Wow. It's usually not like Skittles. It's usually like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Or like maybe I'll buy myself like... Like a little bit of an expensive lunch one day, you know. I'll do like something like that. Like, like what I'd like to. There's a food truck by my job, and we always. Um, I won't shout him out because he doesn't know about the show, and I don't want anybody. Because like the food truck is right next to my job, and I don't want anybody, you know, being like, "Hey, I heard you on this thing," and then everybody knows I have a podcast. I don't like that. Um, everybody I work with, but like he makes ribs like every Thursday. I always Ooh. buy the ribs, you know, every Thursday. That's my little treat to myself for like having a hard week. You know what I mean? And so that's what I'll do. You know, 
Now everybody Perfect. knows that. But usually nobody knew that. And so that was my little thing for myself. Now the whole world knows. I know. It's fucked up. I don't like it. Um, even though I put myself in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> and no one asked you to explain the Skittles. That's nobody actually you. explained. Yeah. I didn't have to tell everybody that it wasn't really Skittles. I just. How do you practice self-love, Mitch? Yeah, Mitch. Sorry. I just remembered, guys, that I missed. It's a very important meeting. Oh, it's okay. So I was looking at something. Uh, self love. Well, how will you make me. it up to yourself? How do you practice self love? Yeah, self love. Oh man. Sometimes I feel like I don't per se love myself enough, really, because I feel like I'm just like in this state of like I'm just trying to exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like be right with the universe and whatnot. But I'm like, do I really be loving myself as much? Because I'd be thinking about like, am am I good for the universe? Uh, is when I mm. come down to brass tacks and think about like how I think about my existence. And like, of course, that's how I feel about it on a spiritual level, because that is like God to me. So it's like when I even think about do I love myself? Sometimes I'm just thinking about am I good for the universe? Not per se good are. enough. But sometimes I think about that too. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, so that's I how I be living. I don't think anyone is perfect, and also nature in itself doesn't create or expect perfection. So that's fair. don't hold yourself to too high of a standard because then you don't get to feel or experience anything. Like well, you were just talking about that. how never horrible that. guilt was, but you're putting yourself in a situation where you're always guilty instead of whoa, just being oh yeah i never said i didn't have any guilt to do it but um, I, didn't, I didn't say that you didn't i'm just saying you should like, just try existing once in a while because ultimately you didn't choose to be here and here you are so you can't be responsible for everything now what if i did choose to be here is this is one of the questions I no I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I I'll like that. that. We I'll will, save that. Can we I'll save, save that. that for I'm next save that. episode? I'm gonna have to save that. Yeah. Because I really love that. that conversation. I'm gonna have to save like, that. What if um, I did? Like, what the fuck is? I mean, gonna that's happen true. Now? Who the hell knows? I don't know. And that's there's like everything is your fault, bro. And that's uh, a um, different discussion. But self love, yeah, I like I do just take time for myself, and I will like try to do things that I enjoy. Like really, I just all I really need because I'm kind of simple like that. Like, cause I, I just like to chill. I want like peace. Like if I'm just gaming, like mm -hmm. that's something I enjoy, like self-love. And yeah. then I need to work out more. But like, even though that, that one's a little bit harder when I do exercise, which has kept me healthy and like, I feel like I'm growing stronger. That feels good. I like giving that you to should, myself. Uh, take Logan along for the journey. Why? I'll do the best I can. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. You don't get... Guys, we don't get many moments like this. This is what I'm wallowing right now. <laughs> I do the best I can. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> um, listen. Oh, yeah. The other thing I wanted to say was that, you know, be sure to treat your family like it's Valentine's Day as well. You know, like it's hard enough that it's Valentine's Day. Like still get your siblings and your Monday. parents and like. You know, the chocolates and the flowers oh, and stuff like that. Oh, I should send my mom some flowers. Yeah. Tell her happy Valentine's Day. Cause she happy just... Valentine's Day, mom. Yeah. Happy I Valentine's Day. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, Aww. Listen. You tell mine. You tell her too. I just said happy Valentine's Day right after you. You said it. You looked at me. No, I said happy Valentine's right at the microphone when you said it. All right. Yeah, okay. I, I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got this. This is episode thirty-eight. I've been doing this for a little bit. I, you know, so, um, I don't know. You guys still every time you do a good transition, like right after, you're like, "Wow, that was a good transition," <laughs> <laughs> without fail. I'm like, "Well, it was." <laughs> this is this is just an encouraging safe space where we are allowed. To wallow in our successes, you know, just because, yes, <laughs> just because you got a touchdown doesn't mean you have to act like you always been there. Like you get to celebrate. I hated that rule. Act like you've been there before. I hate that shit. Um, no, you should be able to dance when you get there. Um, oh yeah, it's also the Super Bowl this weekend. So oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody, happy happy Super Bowl wing munching. Cool. Um, Is that that's what people eat for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they, yeah, sure. That's one of the things. Yeah, chips, chips, beer. Yes, I'm just naming foods now. Um, <laughs> listen, have a good day. Have a good evening. Have a Sliders. good night. Yes, baby. <laughs> We're trying to get out of here. <laughs> the party's over. <laughs> um. Wherever you are, have a good one. And whatever you're doing, have a good one. Um, like I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, uh, if you like the show, if you hate the show, uh, just make sure you let us know. Um, oh, you could have said, just make sure you share the show. No, no, we don't say that anymore here. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we're not like telling anybody to like do likes and clicks and all that. We're not like I'm not begging for likes and shares and all that. I just want people to actually, you know talk and say what they like or what they thought about the show not even what you like i want to know that the show is making you think a little bit like you know if you like heard us say something about um i don't know the joe rogan that thing, is my I'm experience like, you know? when i listen to this show though i'm like debating with us guys. yes like i know what my point of view is even though it's out loud and you're not listening to me because you're not there right what I want to do is, I think I'm going to do a live stream one of these days with one of the episodes. Like, I'm going to play the episode, play the episodes in a live stream. That way, people can comment in real time. That way, you like, like how Sarah just said, yeah, you can like actually engage with the episode instead of like just asking you guys to comment and like the conversation be like, I do oh, get this is frustrating. I could stream no it on my Twitch my too. Opinion, like uh, when I'm listening. I could stream it on my Twitch too. Hmm? You want to stream it on your Twitch? Oh, well, I'm yeah, just saying I could. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's get out of here. Um, go ahead and say bye to the people, Sarah. Oh, I thought you were going to start with Mitch. No. Right, there's a reason we have to end with Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was just not prepared. Yeah. Do it again. What? Just say bye <laughs> so we could go home. Come on. Say bye to the people, Sarah. Bye, people. That's what we waited for? Okay. <laughs> Say, I don't know. No, 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 it's wow, okay. you jerk. Say Fucking bye asshole. to the people, Mitch. <laughs> you Be encouraging asshole. to the people in your life, your partners, your friends. Don't, 
Don't bring him down, Logan. Okay. Come on. <laughs> that, that come on. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. You're right. Happy Valentine's Day. And say bye to the people, man, so we can get out of here. All right. Goodbye, y'all. That was the weirdest. You know what? He said goodbye. And he didn't really say it normal. I'm not going to take this away do from you, Do it in Mitch. your ASMR Wait, no, 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 no. Let him do it the way he did it. Because Mitch is high as fuck right now. So that's why it's not like a normal goodbye. Goodbye, y'all. That's crazy. Yikes. Goodbye. Anyways. Goodbye. I miss goodbye. Me a little. <laughs> well, thank you for that because you got him to do it. Um, anyways, <laughs> it wasn't hard. I know, I know, I know. It's not hard to get him to do it things. It took the least amount of encouragement. I know. <laughs> Listen, this has been episode thirty-eight of the Milk and Toast podcast. I've been your host, Logan. See ya. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.